0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Some Greeks who had come to worship at the Passover feast came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and asked him, Sir, we would like to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew. Then Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus. Jesus answered them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Amen, amen, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains just a grain of wheat, but if it dies, it produces much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it, and whoever hates his life in this world will preserve it for eternal life. Whosoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, there also will my servant be. The Father will honor whoever serves me. I am troubled now, yet what should I say? Father, save me from this hour. But it was for this purpose that I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it and will glorify it again. The crowd then heard it and said it was thunder. But others said an angel has spoken to him. Jesus answered and said, This voice did not come for my sake, but for yours. Now is the time of judgment on this world. Now the ruler of this world will be driven out. And when I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw everyone to myself. He said this, indicating the kind of death he would die. The Gospel of the Lord. My dear parishioners, we have arrived to the fifth week of Lent. We started with Jesus being led by the Spirit into the desert. He prepared himself by fighting the devil and all his temptations. We have been inside our desert experience, and now we make final preparations for our entrance into Jerusalem with Jesus. Let us remember we go not by ourselves, but with the whole church, this mystical body of Christ, which is our family. Heavenly Father, give us the grace this week to walk slowly and with purpose to the great festivities of Holy Week. I will place my law within them. I will write it upon their hearts. I will be their God, and they shall be my people. How will he place his law on our hearts? The church, like no other organization in the world, has a unique way of walking with us individually throughout our whole life. You might ask, why do people join the Catholic Church? For many, it boils down to one word. The sacraments. The sacraments are the way Jesus has remained with us. If we were to go through all of them now, we'd be here all day. But Let's take a look at two and see how Jesus has wanted to write his law on our hearts. Baptism. Jesus opens the gates of heaven to us from the very beginning of life. Yesterday we had two baptisms, Theodore and James. James, I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. In this way, no matter what happens to us on life's journey, Jesus is there inside this most precious sacrament. He never wants us to be alone, so he makes us his from the beginning. The sacrament of the sick. Through the words of the priest and the oil blessed by the bishop, Jesus heals our bodies and our souls. He tenderly writes on our hearts these words. Through this holy anointing, may the Lord in his love and mercy help you with the grace of the Holy Spirit. While anointing the hands, may the Lord who frees you from sin save you and raise you up. As we walk through life, Jesus is going to show up and place on our hearts his law. A law which is love and mercy. Jesus was always so very tender while he walked among us. Just with these two sacraments, we see from the beginning to the end, he is with us. The only requisite he asks is that we commit to a life of prayer. Prayer is the pathway on which we walk with him and he with us. And even then, He forgives us if we haven't had a life of prayer. Just that one moment, that opening. And as a priest, and and think of all the priests around the world and throughout history, how many times have they shown up to someone who hasn't prayed, who has been a long way from God, and in that moment of their death are looking for God. And when he was made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who who obey him. Who is the source of eternal life? Who is Jesus? Perhaps this is more of a review, but we have entered into the fifth week of Lent, so a review is necessary. In no other moment, more than in the passion of Christ, do we really get to see who Jesus is. Let's take a look at what Pope Emeritus Benedict writes about Jesus. Pilate presented Jesus to the crowd after he had scourged. Eceomo. This expression spontaneously takes on a depth of meaning that reaches far beyond this moment in history. In Jesus, it is man himself that is manifested. In him is displayed the suffering of all who are subjected to violence, all the downtrodden. His suffering mirrors the inhumanity of worldly power, which so ruthlessly crushes the powerless. In him is reflected what we call sin. This is what happens when man turns his back upon God and turns control over to the world into his own hands. There's another side to all this, though. Jesus' innermost dignity cannot be taken from him. The hidden God remains present within him. Even the man subjected to violence and vilification remains the image of God. Ever since Jesus submitted to violence, it has been the wounded, the victims of violence who have been the image of God, who who chose to suffer for us. So Jesus, in the throes of his passion, is an image of hope. God is on the side of those who suffer. Finally, Pilate takes his place on the judgment seat. Once again, he says, Here is your king. Then he pronounces the death sentence. Unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains just a grain of wheat. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. What does it mean for the grain of wheat to die inside of me? In this fifth week of Lent, I would like to propose we all take an inventory and look back and revisit the times that a grain of wheat has died inside of me. Those moments I was asked to go the extra mile. I don't do this to torture myself, but rather to see the fruit that has come from it. These moments are of great value. Jesus shows up in our lives when we are struggling the most. Finding time to sit down with him and see his hand is simply the best use of time. What feelings come up when I look at those moments? At what point did I sense his presence? What did he say? What was your reaction? How did the transformation of your heart take place? And what was the fruit that came from this dying the fruit we are talking about comes directly from God, his intervention in my soul. It's not something I can create myself. If I live my days completely wrapped up in myself, looking, down, looking for my own benefits and personal gain, I will most certainly be unhappy. But if, on the other hand, I take these words of St. Teresa of Calcutta, most surely I will go to rest each night at peace with God and myself. The fruit of silence is prayer. The fruit of prayer is faith. The fruit of faith is love. The fruit of love is service. The fruit of service is peace. When I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw everyone to myself. How will I know when Jesus is lifted up from the earth, drawing all men to himself? As a priest, I can testify that I see Jesus being lifted up and drawing all people to himself during the celebrations of the sacraments. When the bread and wine has been transformed into his body and blood and the priest lifts it up for all to see, he is not only lifting it up for all those present, but the entire world. The mystical body comes alive in that moment. Perhaps we can, during this final week of preparation, hold the entire world in our hearts. So, what do we take away from Mass today? Well, I leave that to you and the Holy Spirit, but here are some suggestions. Go very slow inside your soul. Time for prayer. More time for prayer. Not less. Speak to one another inside your families about these great mysteries that we are about to celebrate. How many times have you gone through Holy Week and you haven't spoken about it with your own family? What's with that? Change that. Change that. Don't live like the rest of the world. Be different. And dads, I speak to you. Granddads, I speak to you. Uncles, I speak to you. Sons, I speak to you. Be leaders of good dialogue inside your families. Forget about the basketball, March Madness, at least for a bit, and talk about these things. March Madness will come and go, and you'll totally forget who won. But these mysteries... You don't forget them. Sorry, got carried away with that one. Um, But I think I touched a button, didn't I? Help out those less fortunate than yourself by being a helping hand. Do just one act of kindness for a stranger this week.
1: May the elect please come forward.
0: Dear faithful assembled here, pray in silence for these elect that they will be given the spirit of repentance, a sense of sin and true freedom of the children of God. Elect of God, bow your heads and pray. Let us pray for these elect whom God has chosen, may the grace of the sacraments conform them to Christ in His passion and resurrection, and enable them to triumph over the bitter fate of death.
1: Please stand for our intercessions. that faith may strengthen these elect against worldly deceits of every kind. Let us pray to the Lord. that they may always thank God who has chosen to rescue them from their ignorance of eternal life and to set them on the way of salvation, let us pray to the Lord. That the example and prayers of Catechumens who have shed their blood for Christ may encourage these elect in their hope of eternal life. Let us pray to the Lord. That they may all have a horror of sin which distorts life. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord hear our that those who are saddened by the death of family or friends may find comfort in Christ. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord hear our that we too at Easter may again be confirmed in our hope. Of rising to life with Christ. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, That the whole world which God has created in love may flower in faith and charity and so receive new life. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord,
0: Father of life and God, not of the dead but of the living, You sent your Son to proclaim life, to snatch us from the realm of death and to lead us to the resurrection. Free these elect from the death-dealing power of the spirit of evil so that they may be a witness to their new life in the risen Christ for he lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Lord Jesus, by raising Lazarus from the dead, you showed that you came that we might have life and have it more abundantly, free from the grasp of death those who await your life-giving sacraments and deliver them from the spirit of corruption. Through your Spirit who gives life, fill them with faith, hope and charity that they may live with you always in the glory of of your resurrection. For you are Lord forever and ever. Amen. Dear elect, go in peace, may and may the Lord remain with you always. Amen.